Hello, hola, namaste to all my beautiful souls out there. Welcome back to my show, Musified with Ashi. I hope you're having a great time. If not, don't worry. This episode will cheer you up. Well, on this note, today's episode is going to be kick-ass because we don't have one but two guests. A couple who agreed to come on my show and share their invaluable expertise on wellness. In this episode, we are going to discuss about body positivity, the effects of stress on your body, laziness and body shaming. So let's rock and roll. with Jonathan and Charlotte Stebbing Mills. And that that yeah. led into the question that you asked, doesn't it? Because then we need to interrupt that loop. So John's yeah, yeah. perfectly because we need to understand what's going on underneath. But actually, to the root cause of, of the issues that you just raised, it's about interrupting that pattern and interrupting that cycle, having a level of awareness to know, is this level of stress serving you or not? Is it healthy or is it unhealthy? Reality is unhealthy, based on the example yeah. again. Yeah. So what we need to do is we need to understand, okay, well, what's triggering that? Is it... Yeah. Because psychological needs are not being met, you know, and, and we all have them. We all have needs that, you know, specifically there's six core psychological needs that we all have. And when they're not fulfilled, we start to feel stressed naturally. And it happens automatically, like Jonathan said. Um, but also our belief system plays a big, big role in that as well. Because sometimes we we might, might feel, as an example, that we're not feeling safe or things in life are out of control. But I can control how I feel, therefore I eat this. Or things are out of control, I give up altogether, so I'm just going to do whatever I want and eat or drink or move however I like or don't like to. And it's, it's interrupting those patterns that becomes essential to get into the root, which then obviously affects the whole cycle that Jonathan just mentioned. Yeah, like how you both mentioned that, you know, it's important to get into the root cause and, you know, trying to understand the pattern and then figuring that out. And um, Jonathan, you specialize in uh, helping people understand their own bodies, right? Like, have you ever come across uh, people who are undergoing body shaming on a mental level? Have you helped uh, who is dealing with those issues? Yeah, pretty much most people. I come across um, have been body shamed at some point within their life. Most people don't even realize it, uh, where it comes from, where it came from, or why they do. Um, um, So definitely most people who come who want to anyone who wants to change the way they look um usually have come from a kind of place where maybe someone has said something or mentioned something about the way they look um from something could be something minor to something like extremely like big event in their life yeah, yeah. just just to add to that with there's two different types of body mm. shaming isn't there there's external yeah. whereas other people or witness so it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody said something about mm. you personally but it's that you're, you've heard Perfect. a conversation where they are mocking or demoralizing right yeah and then we've got internal we've got internal shaming where it's actually ourselves that are actually like driving ourselves crazy with judgment in the mirror for example yeah very true very true yeah definitely and that's the thing is when you start um if if you're starting on a journey to try and improve your health and the way you look and internally you keep basically just looking at yourself and going i can't stand the way i look i hate the way i look i hate the way i feel Mm -hmm. you and you're disconnected from mind and body you're starting to actually you've got a conflict going on internally because 
because you're trying to do something that's positive for your body, but mentally you're telling yourself, you're constantly telling yourself how much you don't like the way you look, how much you hate the way you look. And then that conflict is keep fighting, fighting. And then this is where most people tend to find um, the this journey of health and the way they want to look becomes much more difficult. So sticking to a exercise routine or a nutrition plan becomes very difficult and they seem to drop off very quickly. Because of this internal conflict and the constant fighting, they tend to go back to, um, oh, back, back, to yeah, back to the default setting of obviously just um, harming themselves through eating uh, uh, food that doesn't serve them, uh, basically not moving at all and just becoming like, oh, well, it's not working. I'm just going to go back to what I normally do type of mentality. You don't. Something really important when it comes to body shaming is also like the emotion that's attached to it because, yeah, the way that we think is so, so important because that determines how we then behave, mm. right? But the feelings, the emotion that's kind of underneath all of that actually starts to fuel those thoughts. So then a lot of people that experience body shaming, they overthink a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Again, they might not physically show up somewhere because they literally couldn't choose what to wear because they're so um, like stressed out about, about their body and, and how they might be perceived to other people, even themselves. Often people with experience body shaming look in the mirror and they use like um, emotions and say they feel disgusted and things like that. Yeah. And again, themselves yeah. or sometimes they think other people think it about them. And that emotion needs to be discharged. If there's anybody listening to this that is experiencing body shaming, or that is whether that's internal or external that emotion needs to be discharged because like john said earlier is stress compounds and it adds up and adds up and adds up now that's also true for like the emotion not just the stress so if we feel disgusted or ashamed literally we feel that shame and we don't address it and we don't acknowledge that emotion and learn from it and learn to let it go energetically physically and mentally if we don't do that it's just going to add up and add up and adult and that's when we get those more extreme cases of people that don't want to go out the house because of how they look yeah and uh charlotte uh, this question is for you like uh you are into inner transformation and everything right so how important uh for you in your own personal view that how important is to take care of your body oh so mm. so important so just to give you a bit of kind of background here in context is i also was very much like john into kind of that physical space we must look after the physical body and I got to a point where I really woke up to my emotions and my mental health kind of banging on the door inside me saying, pay attention to us too. And that for me, like was just a case of unresolved negative emotions and a lack of awareness of my own belief systems and just general stresses of life all kind of came and hit me all at once. And I got to a point where I just, I really didn't want to be alive anymore. Literally, I was like, do you know what? This, this, this isn't working. <laughs> Um, I'm at rock bottom. I, I, I don't know what to do now because for me, in that time in my life, I'd always thought I was healthy because I looked a certain way. I could I could run um, as long as you wanted me to run. I could lift some like certain weight and that kind of stuff. And the reality was is there was more going on, and I was completely unconscious to it. And that scared the life out of me, right? Because that's that's a, a hectic wake up call and a paradigm shift needed to happen because the alternative wasn't attractive, right? So for me. 
I then I then went and obviously sought help for myself from a professional as well. And from there, that was when I started to understand and learn the importance of our mental and emotional well-being. And then I went on a, this whole journey of, whoa, let, let's dive into this. And, and I absolutely loved it. Like for me, that was like a springboard into, into who I am today, obviously. And But the thing, what happened then for that period of time is I went all in on the mental and emotional side of things that I then started to neglect yeah. myself. So yeah, that's why I asked you this question. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a time to get to this point of no, actually, now I get it, get it, get it on so many different levels, and, and we've been fortunate in the last number of years to be able to not only live holistically ourselves, like on every level, but to then encourage other people to do the same. Because there's so many different entry points to health and wellness, and and some people will often pick one, right? They pick, well, I'm stressed or I'm anxious, I need a therapist, or they say, um, I've got chronic pain I need a doctor or I want to just lose weight so they need a trainer and that's where the problems are, are kind of bubbling under the surface and that's why we obviously do what we do is about integrating all of those things so people don't have to suffer in the same ways that we did yeah yeah that's that's amazing what you're doing and both for both of you do you think uh, laziness will play a part in taking care of your health or body weight so like, what's your view it's okay to be lazy now and again and it's not it's not laziness that is that causes the issue with people's health it's uh, lack of personal responsibility and this is where it comes people it's not oh i'm lazy no it's just you're not taking responsibility for what you need to do um and most people don't even know what they need to do <laughs> so they haven't even thought that they <laughs> yeah. just go oh, i should go to the gym and the reason they're lazy is not well the reason they're not taking responsibility is because they're trying to do something based on what they think they need to do what um, someone's told them or what they've seen on social media what they've seen from uh, people around them they think they have to go to the gym to be healthy they think they have to eat a boring diet um, to, to feel healthy and after a while that gets you know it's like yeah i'm not enjoying this and then they think that and they stop doing it and they start procrastinating on it or dropping it to the side and start thinking oh i can't do this i'm too lazy and i thought yeah. no it's, it's what you're doing is not aligned with what you actually want you, because you don't know what you want yet and, and the yes. root of that is like the root of that is identity yeah. uh, because when we identify as a lazy person mm. we will sure, sure. be lazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you give that chance to yourself to be lazy. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So it comes down to the identity. If you want to be a healthy person, you need to identify as I am a healthy mm-hmm. person who likes to rest some days. That's that's okay. But the same situation can be deemed as, well, I can't do it because I'm lazy. I'm too lazy. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this same situation that could be happening and playing out in real life, but two very different meanings that are attached. And when something is aligned with our identity, it's going to be very hard to change it. So if there's anybody out there that's listening to this that is thinking, oh, well, I'm I'm really lazy. Laziness is my problem. Laziness is your problem. You've got an identity issue. You've got to really own who you are and redefine that. It's not a bad thing because for whatever reason, that identity has probably helped you and served you at some point, and that's okay. But it's about just recognizing and being aware and respecting yourself enough to know, well, that identity is not going to serve me now for where I'm going. Awesome. Fantastic. This is for me personally. I needed that. What are your stories of self-love? and you know body positivity Jonathan and Charlotte um, 
For me, like I say, most of my career was spent on the physical side of the health and wellness. So I literally used to train twice a day. I would be so strict with the way I eat that I wouldn't socialize. I wouldn't go out to restaurants because I'd cook everything. I'd prepare everything. Everything would be so strict um, that I wouldn't do anything else besides literally spend my life in the gym. Um, And for me, I definitely wasn't loving my body at the time. I was killing it. I was um, killing myself mentally and physically. I'm trying to look a certain way and think I had to look this way. I had to get bigger. I had to get more ripped. I had to lose body fat. Um, because this is the way I'm supposed to look as a personal trainer. Um, and anytime I, I, I'd get to a certain point and I'd say, okay, I've reached my goal. I'd look at myself and go, I'm still not happy. Okay, I'm still I'm, I'm not where I want to be. And this is what happens with a lot of people. So for me, it was, um, I spent a lot of years going on a path of body destruction rather than body positivity. It took me a while to realize that it doesn't matter what I look like to a certain point. So like, it, it's all about how I feel, about how I feel, how I show up, how I act, um, and what I can give to other people. Because I always use the thought, I had to look a certain way to get clients. I had to look a certain way for people to trust my ability to do my job. And it took me a while to realize that I didn't. Most of my clientele didn't don't care what I look like. And that's the thing. Most people who seek out coaching don't care what a coach looks like. What they care about is can that person get them to where they want to be. And and that's the thing. It's I, and it took when I started to realize that it didn't matter how much I trained, how much I eat, what I look like, why. I had to look like that's when I started to relax a little bit and started to eat, take my foot off the gas when it comes to the amount I was training, what I was eating, and started to then rethink um, my whole perspective around movement, around nutrition, around my body. And the funny thing is, when I started to do that, I was training less, I was being more varied with what I was eating, being more relaxed, um, still keeping in a um, kind of health, what was healthy for me range. And I started to get better results than when I was getting. I was training twice a twice a day when I was eating very strict. It's because I was starting to become more aligned with what my body actually needed because I was listening to it. I was focusing on what I needed, not what I thought I had to be doing. And that's when things became more effortless. It became easier, and I started to actually just accept that your body's not meant to look ripped and muscular twenty four seven for the rest of your life. That's that is unsustainable. Um, and the whole point of what we're doing is sustainability. Long-lasting, and you can't do that. You can't keep a low body fat percentage um, for the rest of your life, twenty-four-seven. So you started. You had to find the happy medium of balance. Um, and when I did that, that's when everything just became much, much, much easier. For me, for me, it was very much around this this whole idea, and I know other people relate to this: is selfish and self-love, and this idea that actually, if we look after ourselves first, then it's yeah. other people. And I was definitely kind of in that trap. Of or what I thought I was in this trap of people pleasing, always pleasing other people before pleasing myself. And that's where I got to that point of, do you know what, my cup's empty. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I got nothing else to give right now. But and it was that point where I had that wake up call of, no, something's got to change. And then self-love was a big part of that journey and still is today. The difference is, is like compared to me and Jonathan, like he's very disciplined and very much like self-love is this, 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 this <laughs> for him. And I, I, I am like that in the sense of I know what works for me because I, I'm grateful to have learned like that level of self-awareness and okay. connect up and listen to my body but it looks different all the time sometimes it is self-love going for a run outside on a beautiful day sometimes self-love is just going to sleep and having a nap right like do you know what I mean like it's different for everybody and I think like John's quite right he said there is true for me as well is when you start to do that you get to get better health results and body positivity shifts
gifts at the same time because you're actually nurturing yourself internal rather than external right and um, for my listeners Charlotte and Jonathan can you give a few pointers to lead a healthy life like just a simple few pointers both uh, you know mental health and physical health yeah definitely do you want to start because I know what you're going to say first (laughs) so um, there's definitely a few pointers uh, on the physical health standpoint is understanding everyone needs to understand they are a unique individual and there is no one size fits all Um, there is no such thing as good or bad or right or wrong when it comes to moving or nutrition okay like people go oh don't eat mcdonald's because it's bad for you like okay um like there's no such thing as good or bad food because when you start to apply that mentality to it then you start and it starts to create again more issues around like your relationship with food so it's understanding what's serving you what's not serving you what's nutritious for you what's not nutritious for you um and understanding that the only way to find that out is about trial and error is finding what works for you eat certain foods if they make you if, if you feel energized and you feel great you feel light you feel awesome when you after eating it that's your body telling you it responds well and it wants more of it if you eat something and you feel tired you feel lethargic you feel bloated um you get like you feel stomach pain that's your body telling you no 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 like don't stop eating this like i do not like it i don't respond well so you get rid of it um and it's it's important to find that balance between like what serves you what doesn't serve you what's what's nutritious and what's not and that doesn't mean that you have to cut out chocolate and crisps and all this stuff if you really like it because not everyone responds well to certain foods including so-called healthy foods i know people who respond well to certain vegetables or certain like eggs eggs are one of the most nutritious foods out there but some people don't have a good response to them so just because it passes healthy doesn't mean it's right for you the same with moving and exercise just because someone tells you this is the best program you can do to lose weight doesn't mean it's going to work for you and doesn't mean you're going to respond to it you've got to find what works for you and this is where that trial and error thing comes in it's about being just thinking about yourself listening to your body listening to all those signals your body tells you um, because when you feel rubbish when you feel de-energized when you feel bloated mm-hmm. those are signals from your body saying what you're doing is not good for me it's like it's not good for your body so start to find something else and when you start to feel energized you feel light you feel great you feel awesome that's your body telling you yes keep doing more of that i like it is responding well and you'll start to see a better result as well so it's important not to follow the generic advice out there educate yourself research ask questions and then start to find the like on a nutrition standpoint a movement all it like water intake all these sort of things find what your body responds to best and keep giving it more of that and that's kind of like i'll say that would be the, the easiest first step to do is start to change the mentality around good and bad and start to think more of what's serving or what doesn't serve you yeah that's awesome i mean yeah th- that's a point to think about and uh, what about you charlotte i i would d- definitely echo that i mean that's the first step anyone should do is just witness themselves just observe themselves and see what's really going on because sometimes we think something's going on and it's not or we think we should do this or we should do that and like john quite rightly said we actually just need to come back to ourselves check in and listen to what's happening so that's definitely like the first step the second thing is because it's the easiest kind of return on investment when it comes to wellness is to look at sleep okay when we are well rested and we have a quality sleep we are then able to function physically better we think more useful thoughts and we actually feel pretty good as well like how often does somebody get grumpy when they're tired right me 
that's what happens. Like, take care of ourselves. So sleep is one of those ones that get, can help all areas of your wellness straight away. And um, so just make sure you take care of the quality of that sleep. And again, that means listening to you. If it means waking up early because you're a morning person, do that. If it means actually you're a night owl and you stay up later and you wake up a bit later, that's okay too. So long as you're listening to yourself and you're listening to your body. Um, so sleep is a big one. And then the last one, um, just because, again, it's another um, real good almost return on your efforts if you're going to like try this stuff, is to breathe. All right. And this is the one I thought John was going to say first because it's like breathing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's I I do like breath. Breathing is uh, definitely a key fundamental to wellness. Um, but I think with the tight, I think you've got to tie that in with yeah. getting to know, like, become connecting with yourself because a lot of people just try breathing because they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to try this yoga, I'm going to try this breathing technique, but I don't actually understand why they're doing it. Yeah, and we have to make sure that, you know, we are breathing and understanding why we're consciously breathing. Because I don't mean breathing in the way that we are now completely unconsciously. I mean consciously taking time to just connect with your breath, notice your breath, because that grounds you straight away. Mm. And everybody's got access to this. Everybody can do it right now while they're listening. Is just take a big breath into the belly, in through the nose, and just breathe out through the nose or the mouth if you're feeling like you're holding some tension exhaling through the mouth is a really good thing to do and that alone will again just help to ground you it helps to bring your body that stress response we talked about earlier when we yeah. breathe, we can come into our relaxed response instead i actually checked your reel on the breathing that you did that breathing exercise it was really awesome thank you okay, yeah. you're welcome but you, just just that one i mean the a reel is what 30 seconds so take out like the it, yeah it's so fast to yeah. do so fast and so simple thank you so much to both of you for coming on to my show it was truly fun and amazing talking to you thank you so much for having us definitely we really enjoyed it it was great fun Thank you so, so, so very much, guys, for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. Alright, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashi. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.